diving into data. Diving, di diving, d data. Diving into data with T.C. Riley. Hello, hello, hello again, everyone, and welcome into another episode of Diving Into Data. I am your host, T.C. Riley. How are we doing out there? How's everyone hanging in there? How's 2020 wrapping up for you? You excited for 2021? I know I am. Got an exciting episode for you guys today titled Excelling in the New Year. Two main things we're going to hit on are, one, kind of looking back at 2020, and uh, even though there's been a lot of challenges this year, there have been a lot of great things. So we're going to pay due to those and make sure we put a nice little bow on 2020. And then also talk about what folks in the data world might have to look at as they're moving forward. 2020 has caused some challenges. It's caused some things. But I have one particular thing that I don't think enough people and companies utilize. It's something that's free. It's an awesome data tool. And we're going to really dive into it. Again, if you're clever, you've probably caught on that excelling into the new year. You already know where I'm going with this. But with that, I invite you to sit back, relax, grab a drink if you choose to do so. Maybe it's eggnog this time of year. Maybe there's a little something special in that eggnog. Hey, you do you. But sit back, relax. Let's dive into some data. Alrighty, to start off the show today, as I mentioned, we're going to kind of look back at 2020 a little bit as we're starting to round the corner into 2021 here. Um, one of the things I really want to touch on is that even though 2020 has been a rough year um, in certain aspects, obviously the COVID uh, piece of it being the largest one, but there's a lot to be appreciative in 2024. Uh, so I want to take a few minutes here and give a shout out. It's my show. I have to do what I want. And I want to shout some folks and some things out in 2020 that I thought did a heck of a job. First, all of our healthcare workers, we would all be absolutely screwed without you guys this year. There's no way that we can ever express enough appreciation for the healthcare workers, but not just healthcare workers, all of our essential workers, the folks that made sure that you had food when you went to the grocery store, the truckers who made sure that the different supplies got moved across the nation, folks left and right that have been there, the essential workers. Um, we figured out what really is essential, you could say, in 2020. Um, and again, uh, just for me and my family, but I know from millions of folks out there in America and heck billions of people around the world, a massive, massive thank you to those people. We would have had a much worse year without you guys. So we're very appreciative of all your sacrifices and all of your hard work this year. The other thing that I would encourage you to kind of think of and be grateful for is the experience of 2020. Now, you might not originally think, well, there's a lot to be grateful for. X, Y, Z went wrong. This whole COVID thing, we've had to work from home. Maybe the company's hit a little rough patch here or there or something. But I want you to think about what you have gained this year. Something that our CEO, Ben Maitland, has told us um, as a team at MarketScale that's really resonated with me and made me realize, yeah, that's absolutely true, is you've probably gotten a decade of growth and professional experience in a year thanks to the challenges of 2020. There's so much that we've had to kind of adapt to this year and be flexible with, overcome capitalize on, look for new avenues. You've done so many things this year that you wouldn't do probably in a normal year. And professionally, think about where you were if we were sitting here talking a year ago. Think about as you're rolling into 2020, where you were professionally, what you were able to handle, what you had experience doing, what you felt comfortable adapting to. And as the world's kind of shaking you out of that comfort zone, you've been able to do so many things this year. So I think it's important to really be grateful for the experience you've had this year, especially as a professional and how much you've truly grown because of this. I know I personally have a ton, and I hope that applies to many of you out there as well. Another component of 2020, again, this is diving into data, 
is that I've seen both internally here at MarketScale with a lot of our clients and frankly, just the uh, larger business community that data-driven decisions have really helped lead many companies to be successful and weather the storm. Um, things like data and being able to tap in to those resources you have. And again, one of the most underutilized resources in any business is the data you have and the information that you can pull from it. And I think a lot of companies have truly taken a step forward, not only in the digital transformation, which is definitely another important component companies have really uh, leapt forward this year, but in utilizing data. I've seen it across the board. I hope that you and your companies out there are doing the exact same thing, but data has really taken a even more central role, I think this year than in the past. And I think it's something that we're gonna be able to continue to build upon moving forward. If you're able to take those lessons, whether we're talking about doing more with less, whether we're talking about overcoming unexpected obstacles and maybe some challenges that you didn't foresee, whether it's using more data, whatever it may be, I hope that you're going to be able to take those lessons and apply them to what will hopefully be a much better 2021. And all that's going to do is we're going to return to normal. You know, the, the, the tide is going to come back um, in, you could say. And if you take those skills and those developed skill sets, those developed practices, especially any of those related data and apply them in a more, we'll call them standard environment, it's going to put you in an even better position to thrive moving forward. Sometimes you have to do more with less and sometimes you have to be a little creative in what you're able to do. And so the main topic today, again, as we talk about excelling in the new year that I'm going to specifically focus on is one specific place that you can really do more with less. And then specifically referring to when it comes to data and analytics tools, there's one tool out there that people consistently undervalue and they consistently underutilize. I'm going to encourage you to do more with it. And I'm going to tell you what it is in one second. Alrighty. So between the title that I've talked about, again, excelling into the new year, me mentioning there's a great free tool out there that I think that enough, not enough companies utilize and you can really do more with less when it comes to this tool. You've probably connected the dots already that to me, the single most underutilized and undervalued data analysis tool that you have, which is completely free. It's on your computer already. And that is good old Microsoft Excel. So why are we talking about Microsoft Excel? Well, I'm going to go into the number of things that you can do with Excel here that I think people over uh, don't even consider and kind of overlook when it comes to the functionality that Excel has. But specifically, some of the things I've heard from clients is I've seen a few of them that they've had to make uh, kind of some uh, drawbacks when it comes to investments in platforms, in tools, in SaaS platforms, in software of some kind. Because of some of the other things that happened this year, maybe they had to be a little flexible. They had to cut a payment here and there. So maybe if you're in, if you're the data folks at your company, you're, you're making these data driven decisions and you're trying to guide the company to do it. Maybe you feel like your toolbox is a little more empty than it used to be. Maybe a year ago you had six or seven specialty analytics platforms. If you're at a large company or at least one or two, no matter where you are, that you could really rely on. But maybe you don't have those now. Maybe you have a little bit less. Maybe you have to learn to do more with less. And where I'm going to tell you that you should absolutely go, the first stop you should make is again, Microsoft Excel. It's an incredible tool and it can do so much more than just store things in tables. So many people think that Excel is just a, literally it's just a bunch of tables. It's a bunch of worksheets. That's all it is. It's almost a Word doc, but it has columns and rows. And it's so, so, so much more than that. Even the basic functionalities, not to mention the more advanced things you can do with it. 
it can really be a data and analytics tool that frankly is on par in terms of functionality with almost anything else out there. And if you learn how to use it right, again, it's free, nothing better than free. You can do so much as a company. Again, I'm going really hard on Excel here and I'm not paid by Microsoft to do this, but one of the reasons that I am so passionate about Microsoft's Excel is because Excel is actually what got me where I am today. What I mean by that is actually two or threefold. I, when I was in college, I had an interest in data. I had an interest kind of in the STEM fields, math, science, engineering, um, those kind of things. But I was more of on actually on a pre-med path. I was on a couple different paths. I liked economics, but I didn't really, really love data, to be honest. It wasn't something that I was incredibly passionate about when I was starting off at school. However, I took one specific class down at UT Austin. Um, Professor Tuttle, I don't know if you'd be listening to this, but if you are, shout out to you for making this happen. But I took an intro MIS class, Management Information Systems class. And one of the things that we heavily did in that class that this professor instilled that, hey, there are these other theories and components and other things you need to do. But what I want you guys to really get from this class is actually learn how to use Excel. That was the first time I did a VLOOKUP. It's the first time I did anything outside of some basic math functions in Excel. Again, I viewed Excel as a Word document from numbers. I don't know a better way to describe it. It just didn't really stand out to me. It was kind of the uh, why is this on my computer of any of them, frankly. And as I got into Excel, I started doing these little projects and these thought experiments that we did in this class. It made me realize that there's so much you can do with this tool. And there's so much power in this spreadsheet tool that in software that I already have installed in my computer. Beyond that, at one of my first jobs, I took that Excel and I, I loved it in college. I, I, I was kind of a geek about it. I would do my own Excel kind of training and courses online and little projects just for the fun of it. Yeah, I know I'm kind of a weirdo, but roll with it. And what it did is it got me really hooked into the data world, being able to understand analysis made me strive further, take much more advanced classes, get really into econometrics is one of my favorite things. Another one we used Excel a lot for. And with that skill set, at my first job, I worked in the consulting field. One of the things that kind of helped me uh, kind of stand out, frankly, above some of my coworkers was my ability to use Excel. We had general reporting needs internally. And a lot of the things when I started there were in a manual, plug it in some sheet or send people emails with numbers and someone compiles it. And I was able to build some, I mean, frankly, it was very simple VBA. It was nothing, you know, incredible or extraordinary that I was able to do. But being able to do that, frankly, gave me a leg up. It helped me kind of stand up. Some of the folks up above gave me some great opportunities, started me on the path to lead me where I am today in an awesome job leading the data and analytics department at MarketScale, talking to you fine folks on this podcast. So Again, a little history of TC and understanding why I care so much about Excel, because it really is incredible. It started me on this. It gave me lots of opportunities. And now it's one of the things that we at MarketScale, I think, utilize more effectively, maybe than a lot of other, especially mid to small size companies out there. And okay, so let's get into functionally why I feel this way. What's so special about Excel? Again, if you know nothing else other than what I'll call the, um, I, in my head, there's about three or four levels of Excel understanding. Level one is I can open it. I can plug things into a spreadsheet and maybe know a sum function or something. Okay, that that's fine. That's, you don't really know how to use Excel. You know how to use a computer at that point, let's be honest. Level two is starting to dip your toes into things like VLOOKUPs and index match and pivot tables and some of the other what some people think of as, oh, knowing how to do Excel, which again, it is absolutely important. 
Um, I love it. I still use those things literally on a weekly basis in my job, but that's still not, again, we're only at level two of four here. If I really talking about Excel knowledge and being able to fully utilize it, when you get up to three, it's all the plugins, it's the add-ons, it's the things like the analysis tool pack that I'm going to talk about here in a second. That's that level three of being able to take the base functionalities and apply them even further and being able to get these other plugins, these other things Excel has that you probably don't know exist and be able to take advantage of them. Level four, which is somewhere I consider myself still not even at level four, is a full understanding of VBA, being able to macro anything and really turning it into um, a processing tool, not just an analysis tool. Um, Excel can do some, some incredible things. I worked some guys in the past that could do unbelievable things with macros, but we aren't going to go down that path today. Anyway, so with those four levels, I would encourage you, make it a goal. I'm actually going to do this myself. This is one of the reasons I bring it up. Make it a goal to identify what level you're at. Maybe you're at a level one, you want to be at a level two. Maybe you're at a level two, you want to be a three. A three to a four. A four, you want to be even higher for. You want to learn this even better. But if you're going to capitalize on a tool, something that I feel entirely confident is going to be just as valuable a year from now as it is now, does not require external investments, does not require new platforms, you know, tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars to some specific software company, it's Excel. And kind of focus on making yourself better with Excel and getting more out of it. I want to specifically, though, hit on that level three that I'm talking about. Again, that's kind of where I am. And so I'm not going to talk about everything you can do with VBA and everything you can do with macros because while I can do you know pretty basic ones and pretty straightforward ones, I'm not an expert at that. So I'm going to let the people out there who know that even better speak to that. But what I do know is specifically some of the plugins and tools that you probably don't know you have in Excel. So if you've never done actual add-ins in Excel, first off, go do some Googling, figure out how you do this. But the one specifically I'm going to tell you to look at is the analysis tool pack, tool pack, pack without a C, P-A-K. This is the most basic um, statistics plugin, for lack of a better term, that Excel has. And what it can do is unbelievable. Again, it's stuff that other platforms do for tens of thousands of dollars. You probably just didn't realize that Excel could do. We're talking regressions. We're talking correlations, we're talking histograms, we're talking t-tests and z-tests and so much more. All of these things are available in this tool pack. And what I'm gonna encourage you to do is take your data sets. If you have a database, great. Maybe Excel is your database for some folks, which isn't ideal, but hey, there's frankly worse things out there, I think, than having Excel be a at least temporary database for you. But go download that analysis tool pack and run a simple regression run a simple correlation experiment, look, do a t-test, do, I, play with it and see what's all out there because there's so, so, so much that you can do with Excel that I guarantee you probably haven't taken advantage of before. And the best part, I keep going back to this, it's free, do more with less. Don't worry about another, other investments. Look at what you already have ability to do. That analysis tool pack is a great place to start. And so again, this is a kind of a quick uh, episode this week, but we're going to get to the point. I, I My whole message here is be appreciative of the tools you have. It's a grateful time of year. It's a time to look back and be appreciative of all the things you have around you. Not just, again, as I mentioned, your family and loved ones um, in 2020, the healthcare and uh, essential workers that have kind of helped carry the load for us this year, but be appreciative of the tools you have and learn to get more from them. Learn to get more from less. Utilizing Excel is a great place to start that and a stepping stone to a more advanced platforms. I'm not saying Excel can do everything that you're ever gonna wanna do. I'm, I'm not foolish, of course. There are incredible platforms and softwares out there that can do things that Excel would never dream of doing, but I would challenge you before looking at those, before looking at that investment, 
before considering the again the six figure contract for a really cool AI tool that says it's going to do all these things, figure out what you can do with what you already have. Go into Excel, learn Excel and really learn Excel, learn all the formulas, learn all the add-ins, learn how to do VBA and how to code in that and do that. And I promise you that it is going to be a stepping stone to higher level analysis, higher level, um, probably more significant investments in analytics tools, but start there. Again, Excel in the new year. That's what we want you to do, Excel. This, again, was not at all sponsored by Microsoft. I feel like I have to say that because I'm sitting here railing you guys so hard that Excel is so awesome. But anyway, we're going to wrap up this episode again. We had a quick one here for the holidays. I hope that everyone had a terrific 2020 to the best of their ability. Thank you again to all the folks out there that have made 2020 keep moving for the rest of us who maybe have been working from home, fortunate enough to do that. Um, those essential workers, those healthcare workers, you are the true heroes of 2020 and there ain't no doubt about it. I appreciate all of you, my listeners, who have been out here, who continue to give me good feedback, give me new topics, new ideas. I'd always love to hear from more of you. Reach out. Reach out on LinkedIn or wherever you can get a hold of me and shoot me a note of what you want me to talk about. If you guys have guests you want me to bring on, we're going to bring in more guests in 2021 and we're going to start developing that component of the show more. So would love any and all feedback you have. If you've not, as a Christmas present to me, you can go ahead and hit subscribe there and Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you choose to get your podcast from. And with that, I'm going to sign off for 2020 and wish you guys a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Festivus for the rest of us, whatever you're doing. Happy New Year, and we'll see you in 2021. See ya.